0: Welcome to Listen Up America, a show about the truth, opinions, and thinking. A constitutional, conservative podcast in a world of woke cancel culture. We are the resistance. I'm your host, Eric, and welcome to this week's podcast. We're going to start off. uh, The House and Senate have finally gotten around to their uh, COVID stimulus health package that is at $1.9 trillion, with a T as in Tom, trillion dollar stimulus package for the American people. But it's not so much for us, right, Joe? Come on, man. Yeah. So Chairman Joe... <sighs> there is all of less than 10% that's actually covid health related spending in this bill so it's it's not even 200 billion with a b dollars for the american people when it comes to covid health related items we have 1.6 to 1.7 trillion dollars for everybody else and everything else to pay off the blue states for being financially irresponsible. So they're they're what they're going to do with this bill is they're going to force money collected from the red states, the states that are responsible, the states that have a better economy through this nightmare that the federal government has put upon us. And says we're going to take the money from those people and shift it to New York and California and Oregon and Illinois because they need the money because they've spent everything and they don't, they've they're chasing people out of their state. So all of the people that were creating this tax income flow are going. And they're going where? They're going to Florida. They're going to Tennessee. They're going to Texas. They're going to Arizona. They're going to Nevada. They're getting the hell out. So this bill is just another way to redistribute all of your money. There's things in here. To go back into, let's federally fund abortion. One of the funnier things that was in here and in the the Senate uh, parliamentarian, I think is what they call her. She's like the rules lady of the Senate. They tried to put the $15 minimum wage in there. Well, that's a budgetary item, right? You're going to do something like that. that that's a budgety thing. And they're like, yeah, you can't do that. It's against Senate rules. You cannot do that. So that apparently is being pulled out. But Pelosi and the House are like, no, we're going to vote and leave it in. Now, here's a list of some of the things that our money is just being spent on randomly. We're going to do animal COVID studies. We're going to spend $300 million for the Agricultural Department to conduct a monitor surveillance on susceptible animals. Okay. We're going to address farm loans. And they're not even just like for all the farmers. You have to be a particular skin color because they call you a disadvantaged farmer. And they're going to give you basically uh, loans with no interest and just go bail you out. I don't even know if there are any, but that's just money going out there. They got another billion dollars. That's going to be an outreach, mediation and financial training, capacity building training, cooperative development training, and support, and other technical assistance to socially disadvantaged groups. Student loan outreach. The bill will have $91 million for the Department of Education to prevent and prepare for and respond to the coronavirus. Fine arts and museums. We're going to $135 million for the National Endowment of the Arts. Another $135 million is going to the National Endowment of the Humanities. We have another $200 million going to the Institute and Museum of Library Services. This I thought was funny. If you're Native American, you should be extremely insulted with this. I mean, you hear me talking hundreds of millions and billions. There's a $10 million tab in there for the preservation and maintenance of Native American languages. You get $10 million. That's it. it. has nothing to do with COVID. And your language and the languages of the Native Americans the history should all be preserved. All the history of everything should be preserved. Because it's our history, and this is what we teach our children, so that they can learn from our ancestors' mistakes, our past generational mistakes, so that we can learn and not repeat them. Here's a billion dollars to strengthen the vaccine confidence in the United States. Because, see, this is nice because of people like me, I guess, and I apologize, but uh, the vaccine and uh, all that. Nonsense is just that. It's just nonsense. But they're going to spend a billion dollars to try and convince me otherwise. You can just save the billion. You're never going to convince me. You couldn't pay me to take the crap. It's just poison. There's family planning. I told you, abortion, $50 million. Global health, $750 million for the director of the Centers for Disease and Control. So the CDC gets a bunch of money because um, they're so good at this health surveillance surveillance right five hundred million to support public health data surveillance so they're you know they're just more data tracking they're getting into your medical files they want to know who's doing it and they want to know who's not there's another fifteen billion for the airline industry and it just goes on and on and on so there's one point seven trillion dollars that has nothing to do with you listening and your ability to make your Financial health as a family unit, healthy. It just can't happen. There's, there's, you're gonna get your fourteen hundred dollars. Now remember, Joe promised two, and he promised everyone in Georgia two, and now he's catching a bunch of hell because everyone in Georgia's like, "Where's my two grand? You bought my vote. Where's my? You said you'd pay them for their vote. They gave the vote. Now you're not. You're cutting corners. And this guy wonders why his approval rating is now closer to forty percent. It's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare, the amount of money they're wasting, of which none of these people have done a thing to raise and contribute. They just take it from everybody else. So I want to talk about this $15 wish and and kind of put some perspective on it. Have you noticed all of a sudden that companies that made a ton of money with the federal government shutdown of the Of the economy, except if you were, you know, Home Depot and Costco and Walmart, of course, Amazon, and you kept business going like normal. And the talk of this $15 and it's got to be a livable wage, and that's very relative, and I'll get to that in a minute. But you noticed how all of a sudden, like Costco just said, we're going to raise our minimum wage to $16 an hour. Walmart's increasing wages. They're talking about going to $15, $16, $17 an hour plus. Everybody all of a sudden that was making all this money They got the exemptions because they were necessary. They're all increasing the wages voluntarily. So here's the deal you make $15 minimum wage federal, state to state, county to county, city to city. Okay. Here's how it goes no state in the union has a $15 state minimum wage. There are some cities, San Francisco, Seattle, and you can go and you can see the information. You can talk to people who have businesses or had past tense businesses up there. If you're not Costco, but you're the mom and pop mini mart liquor store, a little grocery store, you know, in the suburbs or, you know, out in the rural area of the state, you can't pay 15 bucks an hour you may have three, four, five employees and they're all making 10, 12 bucks an hour and that you can afford. If you make them pay an extra three, four, five dollars a person, then that business has to raise the cost of the product. Now, you can go to mom and pop and get your milk for $5.50 to cover those costs that are very real at a very real job or you can go to Costco and get it for like $249. I mean, look at Costco sells rotisserie chickens, right? It's a huge seller for them. They purposely sell it at a price where they take a loss. They make no money. They lose money on every chicken you go pick up there. Cost do business. Hey, thing like that sucks them in. While they're there, what do you do? Who goes into a Costco and buys one thing? I mean, I've done it once or twice because I have no desire to be there and we needed dog food until I discovered Chewy.com and I found better dog food, cheaper and everything there. It's not a commercial, just a fact of life. So if you want any more information, let me know. But Chewy.com has got a great dog food and their own personal brand called American Journey and uh, great ingredients and cheaper and comes free. And i don't have to go stand in Costco with a bunch of psychos with their three baskets or carts and all that stuff stacked up It's just insane. But you go in there to get your chicken and you come out with a basket with $400 worth of other stuff. Why not? You're there. Don't waste the trip, right? But that's the reality. See, the corporations can do this and take this because they're banking on the future that by doing the chicken for giveaways, they can drive mom and pop. That's doing chicken out of business. Rotisserie chicken places. Why would you go there and spend? I mean, seriously, seriously, I see the lines, but who goes to El Pollo Loco to get a family pack of chicken? Why don't you just walk your butt into Costco and get a couple chickens for 10 bucks? Get some tortillas, walk home, you know, get in the car, go home, have some salsa. I mean, you get the whole meal for like $14. But you go to El Pollo Loco and you want to get yourself like, I don't know, 16 pieces of chicken and all that. It's like 35, 40 bucks. It's not the same. Yeah, it is. It's chicken, it's season different. It doesn't take a second to sprinkle some lime juice on there, maybe a little seasoning or something. It's the same. It's just chicken. Once you get under the skin, chicken's chicken's chicken. I, I know you can brine it. I brine mine. But they don't. They just cook the damn things. But this is what it'll do. So you're going to force every mom and pop store, restaurant, shop, that where people will be being paid 8 10 12 13 $14 and can do it on their terms. People asked for the job, wanted a job, accepted the job based on the terms they laid out. This is what I'll pay you. You'll be paid every week, two weeks, whatever. And you said, I'll take it. You're in. You don't get to cry about it after the fact. You could have said no and stayed unemployed. But you took the job. That's what the job pays. That's what they can afford because their market that you are working in says this is what you can afford to do. But you're going to have a federal mandate set by 535 people that have maybe 525 of them have never had a job privately. They've just been politicians. They've been taking money, not making money. Have no concept of what it is to work, to earn a wage, to come home with a paycheck, and then have to go spend it on your essentials. They have no idea. But they're deciding everybody needs 50 bucks an hour. If you are in Idaho, Mississippi, Alabama, Kentucky, Indiana, Montana, Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico, and your minimum wage is $7 and change. And we're going to make you double that. Let's do the simple math. If you double it, half the people employed in those states are now without a job just to maintain the payroll at the same level. Because, again, you can't just go and charge 5 dollars 5 for a gallon of milk when you can go to that store and go to Walmart and go to Target and you can get it for $2.99, dollars whatever. You just can't. So it doesn't make the money that they're going to raise to $15 any more valuable. Everything and cost will go up. Your $15 is going to be worth $7 that it is today. Now inflation. Self-imposed inflation, everything will go through the roof because everybody down the chain, from the farming, to the trucking, to the packaging, to the delivery, to the store that's selling it, and I'm sure I'm missing a couple things in between, those people involved that touch this all have to be paid at least $15 if they get their way. So it'll destroy the economies, and this is the plan, in my opinion, of the red states that have their wages set. It's seven, eight bucks minimum wage, and they're paying people down there. They do pay people more than the minimum wage. You know, it's just the minimum because businesses want the best people too, and they know for $7.25 an hour, if other people in the same thing are paying 10 bucks, well, they're going to go. In California, you could pay someone at McDonald's $10, $12 an hour to flip burgers and take care of the baskets take your order. But you got places like In-N-Out Burger, that pay these kids and these young people and adults, 15, 18, 20 bucks an hour after so much time, and more, and advance through the company. You get into marketing, you get into the shipping and delivery processes. I mean, the lady that, she's the third generation that owns the In-N-Out company now, she's done every job in the company. She has done every job. Talk about someone that just, she was given the golden goose. But she earned every bit of it. She knows what it's like to stand out next to the menu with her board in the heat in the winter and the rain or whatever's going on in the elements and take your order. And she knows what it's like to take orders after order after order because the line's got 50 cars in it and it's only 1130 in the morning. She's worked the fryer, worked the grill, worked the register, cleaned the inside of the stores, cleaned the bathrooms. She's gone to the corporate office and worked in marketing. She's worked in finance. She's worked in the, she's done every department. She understands the value of the money. But you're going to force her competition to do what she's doing. And she's doing it better than everybody else. And that's fine with me because strong survive and the weak don't. But here's the problem. You talk about everybody needs a wage. You're going to destroy the economy and jobs. The Congressional Budget Office that does the analysis. When uh, bills come up on what it's going to cost and they flat out said, it goes, Oh, this is going to be cost between one and a half to 2 million jobs right off the bat national. We're going to take an unemployment rate that is way too high as it is. And we're going to add a couple million more people. And you know how the government is about their analysis. They're wrong. It's going to probably cost three to five, maybe 7 million jobs. How many businesses are going to close? So now we're going to get back to those super empty, broke down three shops and a whole strip mall that could it holds 15. We're going to have three because they couldn't compete. And the people in that area that would be spending money don't even have a job, so they can't even spend money in those businesses anymore. So you're looking at $15 federal and you're looking at wiping out who? The poor. Kids, moms from the middle class that these jobs were intended for in the first place. And while we're doing that, we're importing illegal immigrants. Doors open, come on in. So now you're gonna compete with them. So we're, we're increasing the workforce for minimum wage. And you're gonna raise the minimum wage for even less people. And specifically, less people are actually American citizens. Is any of this making sense to any of you? Are you going, oh, Eric, you got it wrong. Is anybody saying that? Because this isn't wrong. This is reality. We're allowing the economy to be destroyed by morons that have never had a job. That have no idea what things cost. Do you think Nancy Pelosi goes to the store and buys her own groceries? Do you think she has a clue what milk or eggs cost? Wine? Champagne? Anything? Do you think she has a clue? Do any of them have a clue? I'm sure there's there's always a little handful. But you get my point. A mass majority of these people that are so self-righteous and going to fight for the little guy are going to screw the little guy right into the ground. They want to give you a federal wage. It's called welfare. They're going to take it from as many people as they can and redistribute it and give you no means to ever get out of it because the jobs will just go away. That's what you want. $15 $15 federal minimum, a federal minimum wage, it's none of their damn business. States, set it your own. California, New York, place like that, yeah, the wage should be a lot higher because the cost of everything is ridiculous out here just to put a roof over your head. But you cannot apply that same logic to getting a place in Arkansas, South Carolina, Kentucky, Indiana, Idaho. You just can't. But that's the plan. These are all red states. These role states that are governed and chosen by people that are f- mostly fiscally responsible. Have a budget. Set it out. Try to stay out of as much as possible. Let the economy take care of itself. But the federal government will, can't have that. Liberal, social, Marxist-communist despise this. You cannot have people making decisions on their own. They want to take it all away. And to do that, they're going to force you. And the sad thing is, how many business owners and people making, if you're making $15 now and they're going to raise the federal minimum wage, so people that are doing, maybe have half your skill, right, making 8 bucks an hour, they're going to just, boom, they're now worth what you're worth. But you have a skill and you've been doing something for a couple of years at this company and you have a future. Your money is now worth less. If they raise the minimum and to your level and you were making $5 more than the minimum, you're now making the same. Your money's worth less because the price of goods is going to go up, but your salary will not. And people in that situation and people that own businesses and are facing the circumstance that could be coming voted for this. Perhaps you should reconsider voting for that D like a machine and a sheep, and just go boom, boom, boom. Hit the Ds, hit the Ds, hit the Ds. Why is my life going to hell? What's happening? Why are they doing this? How many jobs is this gonna cost, Chairman Joe? How many jobs, Joe, is this gonna cost the country? Out of a billion, 400 million, excuse be a trillion, 400 billion dollars. It's hard to even say it so much. Exactly. That's what it'll cost. Now, I have a solution. If the GOP, and I have very little faith in this, but if they had any brains whatsoever, McCarthy in the Congress, McConnell and the Senate would sit down and go, this is what we're going to do for the American people. This almost $2 trillion waste of money that will give you, the people of America, absolutely nothing. Not quite $200 million would actually go to American people and businesses and your families. That's it. Out of all this, just a small percent. This is what we propose. We're going to spend $500 billion. 150% more than my liberal, socialist, Marxist, communist cohorts wish to spend on you. I want to spend half a trillion. And this is what we're going to spend it on. We're going to provide a little more Financial assistance monthly for the next six months. Right? Instead of that $14 check, why don't we just go, okay, if you're married, you get $500, you got kids, you get two. whatever, something. Come up with a number and apply that. We're going to do that for the next six months. Businesses, here are the loans that will be available at a, if you're this kind of a company or whatever, if you fall into these qualifications, and you got to sort them out, right? Because... Everybody and the brother that didn't need the money took the money. So, if you're going to take the money, then you're going to pay this straight. If you're a legit small business, mom and pop, whatever, and here you go, we got one store, one location, and you're suffering, and you got a bar, restaurant, can't open, this is for you and it's interest free. You just have to pay it back over a set amount of time. So, you don't have to pay extra, just here's some money on behalf of the American people to help you out through our nonsense. How do you not look like a hero? We're going to actually put real money in your hands. And on top of it, they're going to save the country one and a half trillion dollars. So they can spend money, focus it on actual COVID and the people. That was the plan, right? Leave all the other nonsense. Leave the museum stuff. Leave all that other stuff out of it. No more money overseas in this thing. Just no more. We're not going to build bridges in New York. We're not going to build a, a subway speed tunnel in Silicon Valley. We're not building any of this nonsense. Yeah, that's in there. We're just going to do this for the American people because it's your money in the first place and you should get it back when you need it the most. To not do that is insane. And if the number is 600 million or 400 million, whatever it is, by doing something like that, then so be it. You're still a hero. You just saved the country over a trillion dollars by being logical and then presenting it to the American people. This is what they want to spend. And all of it, not with you. We want to spend this much actually with you and none of the other nonsense. Put the commies on their heels. Let the media try to figure out a way to spin that. And they will find a way. And the sheep that vote for this will continue. Okay. But maybe some of them will wake up and go, this is actual money in my pocket that's going to help me pay my bills because they still want their money. Just saying, it's a thought. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram page is at listen underscore up underscore America underscore. And our Facebook page is L U a podcast all together. L U a podcast on Facebook. So please join the community. Tell us what you think and uh, share with all your friends and let them know how awesome we are. So uh, it's been a fairly entertaining week for Chairman Joe and his Puppet Masters. Um, we're actually going to list, I think, this episode is explicit. And it'll be in this segment. It's nothing I'm going to say. It's just what I'm going to share with you via audio clip from the beloved Chairman Joe. He was uh, reading a teleprompter this week. And it was uh, a meeting for with Europe leaders. And it had something to do with like a Berlin conference. We never saw it. It wasn't really here, but it was out there. And once we got wind of what he'd done, uh, it's out there. You can look it up, but Joe, uh, stumbled on words. Okay. So he's stumbling on his words. He's trying to say the word eager, E-A-G-E-R eager. He's eager. It won't come out. What comes out is this look, The range of challenges Europe and the United States must take on together is broad and complex. And I'm eager to hear, I'm eager to hear hear next. Dude, what the hell? Yo, Minion. Is this crazy? Now, take a second, process. Let's change the name from Joe to Donald. And that was said heads would explode. No one's talking about it. Nope. Nothing to see here. The guy just dropped the N-bomb. Because he can't read a teleprompter. The teleprompter didn't say that word. And maybe it's going too fast and they need to slow it down or something for this meathead. But you see him. He's squinting. It's like... the. Either bring the teleprompter closer, make the words really big, like the big E on the eye chart, and put a jumbotron out there so he can, re- but he'll still get confused because he'll, he'll start moving his head left to right because it's so close. He is so far gone that this is going to happen every week. Every week I'm going to have something. He said this, and you're going to go, good Lord. It's a different standard. He's one of them. And they are pulling the strings so he can say, and get away with this without anyone saying a word. But did you hear about this? Democrats, like 30 of them in Congress, they want the nuclear authority of Chairman Joe taken away. They don't want him to have his finger on the button, which is the president's responsibility since the 50s. If you include it, the 40s, when we dropped the first two bombs from a plane. They wanted to take that away from him. Now, there was, and even Chairman Joe was screaming, this guy, Trumpy, he, he's a fanatic, he's crazy, and he's unstable. Unstable was a word that Chairman Joe used all the time. Are you kidding me? I always say that when a liberal is out there speaking and calling people other names and, and throwing hate, it's projection. They're, it's them. They are those things, and they just want to deflect attention off of what they do and say and just say, well, 75 million are white supremacists, 75 million are domestic terrorists. They're the ones trying to destroy the country. We're trying to save it because it's worth saving. Creating victims everywhere you look is not the way to build a country. It's the way to destroy it. But they want to take away the man's power. So what do they know that, well, we know too but that we don't know about this guy when he leaves the podium and and hacks up his teleprompter or his town hall and he goes backstage does he just grab his GI Joes and and just start smashing them together i'm going to blow you up i'm going to nuke you you stupid this you stupid i'm going to kill you i mean what is going on is he that far gone that you give him a pill or give him a shot or something and he goes outside and that's the best we can get and it's not even been 45 days and a state of the union is coming. Oh my God, I can't wait for that. It is going, it, if there's ever must watch TV for politics, that, ladies and gentlemen, will be it. But they want to take away the president's authority that is constitutionally <laughs> installed and protected. They want to take it away. It won't happen, but they're trying. Told you, six months. So we're on about a five month watch right now before he's gone. Chairman Joe did this, okay? He canceled Operation Talon. T isn't Tom, A L O N, Talon. Operation Talon was an ICE operation on the border and within the country. Do you all want to know what it was about, what it was doing? He canceled it, mind you. Targeting sex offenders. Illegal immigrant sex offenders running around the country. Sex trafficking. Underage prostitution. All these things, right? Attacking and molesting young children. He canceled that. Chairman Joe, who before he became the chairman, I used to call pedo Joe. I really love the smell of your hair. I can't wait when you're a couple years older. I mean, the dude would talk like that. He's like, cancel it. Let him go. Let him have at it. These are my people. It's his pipeline or something. I don't know. The man's disgusting. But I don't know if that's as disgusting as this. Is 18 state attorney generals are begging him to reinst- reinstitute it. Operation Town's got to be reinforced. You've got to double down. 18? Where are the other 32? And last time I checked, it's like most of the states in the end were still red, Republican-run. So there's got to be another 12 14, 15 attorney generals that are Republican that aren't a part of this? Can we all agree that this is a very bad thing that people are doing, whether you're legal or not? Sexual crimes against minors is horrible, unless you're Chairman Joe. There's more news on John Kerry, the self-appointed climate czar guru, the new Al Gore. So remember last week I told you, he said, and he told you, 12 years, we got 12 years, now it's nine. A week later, it's now nine. We have nine years, and it's completely irreversible. So in eight years, 364 days, we have time to save something that's not dying. But in that extra day, it's all over. We're doomed. I think they're mostly scared because they don't know how to take care of themselves, these elite, these people that fly privately on their jets and their boats and cry climate, blah, 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 while they just spew fumes everywhere and party like it's 1999. But they're afraid that the rest of us that own guns and know how to camp and hide and hunt in the zombie apocalypse and all that business, we'll hack them up first. And they know it. This is just absurd. It's more power. They just want to raise all of our energy rates. I mean, look what happened in Texas. Look at the companies down there were charging gazillions of dollars, thousands of dollars to families because they had access to power. And their supply was cut in half because windmills were freezing. Oil rigs were freezing. Everything was frozen. So they got to relook at that. And somewhere in this country, somebody in the industry will come up with an idea to keep the oil rigs from freezing. The windmills, not so much. Because remember, you've seen the pictures and you look at them. They're frozen. they got these big black streaks going down. Yeah, that's oil leaking out of these pieces of crap. that just kill birds and sit there on even good windy days because they're broken. That's not going to solve your problem. Which goes to, see, there's there's a study out there on solar farms. Okay. And the impact, when you put a bunch of these farms together out in the deserts, that the impact environmentally it's doing to those areas. And it's real simple. So you got these very dark black and dark blue panels absorbing all this heat in these areas that are already 100 degrees. And they're raising the area temperature by 3 degrees Celsius. And I think that That's more like six, seven, eight more degrees on average, every day. So you've taken a climate that was here at 100, and now it's like 108. So that means less, it's sucking up, all the moisture's gone. So the plant life, the animal life, it's going away. It's dying. We are killing it by placing these huge fields of solar panels out in the middle of the deserts. And raising the temperature. They keep saying, it's the hottest year ever. We are now raising the temperature with our solution. It's all a bunch of crap. It's just a way for some people to collect power and to become richer. And I'll be the first to tell you, I have 32 solar panels on my roof. And I love them because all I have to do is wash them down and they do this. And you know what? It keeps my house cooler because they absorb the sun and there's that gap between the roof and the panels. Keeps my house cooler, so I actually use less energy. But my energy bills are nothing like they used to be. First summer in my house. Wife, school teacher, kids, students, home. I'm working. I, we get the bill the first, it's like June or July. It was it was over $1,000. <laughs> so I have a stroke. I'm like, we can't have that. So I looked into it, we got the solar panels on the roof. Now they want me to put 36 because then I would have me making more. I'd be a producer. But they weren't gonna pay me for the production. But you pay everybody else. So the people in California are like, screw you, so I put 32. So my bill every year is like 400 dollars It's paid for itself and some. So there's a right way to do it, and then there's a stupid way to do it. Planting these things all over the desert where people don't live is massacring the desert and raising the temperature of the planet. Your solution is now your problem. They know this. They're just not going to tell you. And uh, last on this uh, puppet master stuff in Chairman Joe is that same clown, Carrie. Did you know while a private citizen, a couple years ago, he has been speaking on behalf of future government to the Iranians, has been with the sole purpose of undermining the presidency of Donald Trump. That is a violation of federal law called the Logan Act. Private citizens cannot go and speak on behalf of government or future governments ever. You cannot do that. Will he be charged with a crime? No. Right, Chairman Joe? And by the heat, he said he. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! Oh, it's COVID time. Tricked you, didn't I? See, now you're all going to have Spongebob Squarepants in your head for the rest of the day. You're welcome. COVID time. Oh, God. Fauci talked, you know, that guy, the foremost expert. He's now saying that if you've been vaccinated, you can't dine indoors or go to a movie theater. Okay, then what was the freaking point of getting the vaccine if you can't go live your life normally? This guy is a moron. I want to say other things. I mean, he is a bleep, 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 bleep. My gosh. So congratulations. You all got in line and got your vaccination, and you cannot go eat indoors or go to a movie theater. (laughs) It's because I'm pretty sure it's fake. It's all in our heads. I'm cured. It's your mind's powerful weapon. (laughs) So. You can't do anything even though you got vaccinated. But Nancy Pelosi says teacher COVID vaccines may not be necessary for opening schools again. I swear. Can we just say this is where we got to be and go? I mean, I know you can and you just don't want to, and there's a plan, and that's why the field goal post gets moved. Every day, every week, contradicted by the same people in the same party that apparently don't communicate ever. You're a priority, but you're not at the front of the line. You got a vaccine, but you can't go inside. We can open school. I don't think they need a vaccination to do that. Then why did we shut it all down? What the hell are you doing? If you voted for these morons, and are asking these questions. First, I'd like to give you one of these. All right, right upside the head. Second, you're going to rethink this, right? They're just pulling things out of thin air. They just say things. That's all contradiction. It makes no sense. No mask. Well, you should wear one. No, nah, you really don't need one. It doesn't really help. But you should wear two. And if two is good, you should wear Six. And you should just put on a bodysuit, gloves, and an oxygen mask. No, vaccines, you got to have it. We have to have so many. But it doesn't change anything. You still can't go eat inside. So what are you thinking? I don't know what we're thinking because you people are running this show are insane. Now, see, you want to sing SpongeBob, don't you? Because it's just wants to make your head explode. Now, you know about Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York. We talked about him last couple of episodes. And we'll keep talking about him because he's a peach. You know, we talked about the nursing home scandal. He signed an executive order that said, put the sick old people that are from nursing homes that are in the hospitals back into nursing homes. And then there you go. 15,000 that they're willing to admit now are actually dead, not just eight. They've asked Fauci, you know, the foremost expert, about Cuomo's leadership in this. During the pandemic and the nursery home scandal. And what's going on? And what what did he do? What should he have done? And they're out, they just want to comment from the foremost authority. This is what he says. I can't. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm really, uh, I'm honestly not trying to evade your question. But I'm not really sure of all the details of that. And I think if I make a statement, it probably could either be incorrect or taken out of context. So I prefer not to comment on that. Okay, this is the same douchebag that as soon as Trump was out of office and Fauci was, you know, the huge weight is taken off of his back, said, the idea that you can get up here and let the science speak, it is somewhat of a liberating feeling. What science? Vaccines cure, right? No, you can't go anywhere. One mass, two masks. this guy's full of, Crap. I said it. It's full of crap. He doesn't know what he's doing. None of them do. It's completely made up. They don't have any idea because they're not professional. They didn't actually learn anything in schools and about this in their jobs for the last 30, 40 years. He doesn't have a clue. This is called winging it. That's why he's trying to be so celebrity-like. And he's on everywhere, because if I just go out there and have my Washington National mask good, and just talk, and just say a bunch of nothing and contradict myself every week, and then my people around me in the government, you know, like Pelosi and Saki, they contradict each other, and we all just keep saying a bunch of different things. That's good, that's good, we'll just keep doing that. This is not what we signed up for, you clowns. COVID is the new flu. That's my opinion. Y'all notice there's no flu, no reporting, no flu, no statistics. It's not really out there. Most likely because this test picks up both and just calls it COVID. Maybe, right? I mean, you get positive and negatives out of these damn tests. What is the likelihood that it picks up both a flu virus and the COVID virus? Probably pretty high. Remember the same idiots giving us all this contradictory information are the idiots that made the stuff. Trust none of it. Believe none of them. They're full of crap. So Cuomo, he's got a new set of problems. Uh, A woman that was his uh, press secretary that's now accusing him of sexual harassment. And has gone on the media and gone out there and said, this is what he does. And this is what he says. And she's detailing it all. And you're like, well, she's got something to say. She's saying it. CBS, no coverage. NBC, no coverage. ABC, no coverage. CNN, no coverage. MSNBC, no coverage. And on and on and on. But in the state of New York, they all know about it because de Blasio, who I'm pretty sure was being accused of the same thing like a couple of weeks ago, but don't hold me to that. Just sounds like something he'd do. Is now calling for an investigation of this guy. And he's, um, excuse me, is this on? Uh, Democrat politicians, commies, socialists, Marxist people out there in power. Um, me too. Um, are any of you going to say a word about this? Because you haven't. Your Emmy award winning hero is the turd we all thought he was and he won't be, he can't, he's the turd that won't go down the bowl when you flush it. He just keeps you floating and stays in there. It won't go away. For now, his liberal enemies smell blood in the water. His conservative enemies smell blood in the water. And they're going to kill this guy, figuratively, right, politically speaking. We're recalling Gavin Newsom. They're just going to end his career because they're just going to kick him out of office. Andrew Cuomo, welcome to This is CNN. And you're going to have those two morons with a show together. That's the future. But nobody's talking about it. If you talk about it when someone who you disagree with politically is being accused and you speak out and lose your mind and you want them canceled and fired and all this stuff, you have to be consistent. If the same offense must result in the same punishment, no special rules. No, we'll just ignore it. We'll just pretend. I do. I wasn't aware. Oh, my gosh. Was he being accused? Oh, my Oh, and she worked for him, which meant she was, like, super, like, liberal, like, us. Like, oh, my God. I didn't know. Where you at, bartender? You you can't help but talk. Where you at on this? This is in your own state. I have nothing to say. Yeah, we're aware. So I mentioned Newsom. Good news. Uh, the leader that's uh, basically responsible for gathering all the signatures for the recall, Gavin out here in California. Uh, It's like 1.8 some million signatures and we still have roughly, I think about three weeks. Again, same thing applies if you are a California resident. You're a registered voter in California. If you know someone that's registered in California and hasn't yet signed it, encourage them or please do yourself. As long as it's legal and you are on the books, you need to do this. It's very important. The more signatures we have, the more guaranteed this goes to recall. And all it means is He's being recalled. And then what will happen is probably in this fall, so October, November is probably the, the time frame, there will be a new ballot. It will have Gavin Newsom on it. It will actually it'll first say, "Do you wish do we recall him, yes or no? And if the answer is yes, he's out. He doesn't get the run, he's out. Then on that same ballot, it will say, who do you want? And it will have a list. And then that's it. So come this fall, you have to punch him out. Forget your political, forget your, well, I'm a socialist, and I believe in that. I'm a communist, and I'm, you're going to, if you have any hope of actually, if you're not at the top of the food chain of those, those ideologies, you, you're, you're a sheep. And you need to understand, that's what this is about. Listen up, America. You need to understand, if you're not at the top of the food chain, you're a sheep. And you think socialism is so great and all this stuff. It isn't. Not for the sheep. Recall Gavin. So keep it up. Let everybody know. Let's get the clown out of there. So you guys know my feelings on the transgender and the athlete thing. And there's a young lady from Connecticut. Her name is Alana Smith. She went on the media and the news circuit. And she took it right to biological males as your host has done. And She straight up says that biological females have missed out on making it to the meats that really matter, that they're being held back. They're not allowed to go because they didn't qualify because of males joining their sport and dominating it. She talks about how her brother, who doesn't even run, can still beat her because he's a guy and their bone structure and muscle structure is different than a woman's. And she says she can train for days and weeks and all this, and it doesn't matter that the biological males that are in her sport are taking away their opportunity to compete and therefore get scholarships and to move on to college and get some financial help through that process. Because a handful of young men that do not feel like they're a man change sports and take hormone blocker or whatever, or don't. You don't know. Because there's no testing. So they can do or not do. You just have to take their word for it. And they're out there dominating a sport that's a woman's sport. So Alana Smith and uh, a woman of color, she agrees with your host. Because it's right. It makes sense. Why should she have to pay the price? Because some guys are insecure about their way of life. And they think or feel something different. It's not her problem. But they're making it her problem. It's so good for you. Coca-Cola, they've been in the news, and you've all heard it, I'm sure. They were going through and forcing their employees to listen to this lady that is a complete liberal humanities hack. Remember those degrees we talked about that are completely useless? This is what she found to do with hers. She goes out and tells white people that you're all racist, and for you to deny that you're racist is racist. And you will never understand how racist you are and then how black people will never forgive you for being racist because you're white. And on and on and on and on and on. She was hired by Coca-Cola to educate and teach their staff, which they hired, which is apparently very white, to try to be less white. Okay, this is where, again, the rules apply the same, right? So if I was telling people, hey, you need to stop being so black, Whatever that means, I just say that. Because I don't know what being less white means. I don't know what being less black means. But if I say be less black, that's bad, right? So why is be less white not bad? This is unbelievably ignorant. Be less white. Be less. Just be a good person. Treat people with respect. That's all. That's all you need to do. So, Coca-Cola, I don't drink soda really anymore because the caffeine in my after my gallbladder was taken away many years ago. We don't get along. So I drink ginger ale. And luckily, Coca-Cola does not produce or distribute my preferred choice of of ginger ale. But uh I do use Coke from time to time when I make a Jack and Coke, rum and Coke, something like that. Well, I won't be using Coca-Cola anymore. Remember you guys vote with your wallet. I'll just buy Shasta, RC Cola. I hate Pepsi. So it's, you know, I'll find something else. There's always something else. You know, their, their root is barks. It's crap. Anyway, I'd rather have A&W or something else, you know, Sprite, whatever. I'll just stick with my ginger ale. I don't like seven up. I don't like any of that stuff. And you guys may have, you're going to have to go with the flow. Don't support this. Don't give these people your money encouraging this behavior of a company that hires apparently nothing but white people and then tells them not to be so white. Well, maybe you should hire other people. Oh, wait, you don't hire other people. Why? Well, you could be racist. I guess you could. Or were these people you chose to employ hired because of their ability and their skill and their talent? Could that have anything to do with the choice because they were more educated because they had more experience, whatever it is. Could it possibly have nothing to do whatsoever with the skin color? Joe Biden administration is all about, well, we got to check every box. They have to be Brown. They got to be black. They got to be trans. They got to be a dude. that's now a chick that just ugliest woman you've ever seen in your life. You've got to have this. You got to have native American. You got to have, you got to have everybody and everything except white people that are heterosexual. Every has to be everything else. Now I ask this, if they're the most qualified person for that position based on their history, education, experience, God bless, that's who I want running it. But if there is a person who happens to be white or happens to be heterosexual and they have the highest capabilities and experience to perform that job, and you don't hire them, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. Which leads to the next idiot thing. Cartoon Network has a PSA out there, moms and dads, that put your kids in front of TV and says, just watch Cartoon Network. And you go off and do your thing. You need to go back there and sit on that couch for about an hour and watch the commercials in between. Because they have a PSA out. Public service announcement time. It tells your kids to see color, that to see people as people and not as a race and a color is wrong. Cartoon Network is telling your children that Martin Luther King was wrong. To judge a person based not on the color of their skin, but on the content of their character. They're saying, no, you need to look at people for their color, not the content of their character. Character doesn't mean anything anymore. If you're white, you're evil. If you're the other color, whatever it be, you're good. So Martin Luther King was wrong. So my head's exploding. Your head's exploding. What the hell is going on with this world? Cartoon Network and the liberals, the socialists. Remember, Martin Luther King was Republican. They are now going after him. Oh, ever so subtle. But they are literally contradicting the I have a dream speech. That means so much to so many for people that are confused and are voting for these people with the D next to their name that don't even understand where all that came from and who he was, what that speech meant to everybody. I and all of you hopefully do judge people by the content and actions of their character. And color isn't an issue. We're human beings for God's sakes. But there goes the left. Let's divide it up we can't have this. Turn off Cartoon Network, find something else, look at Nickelodeon or whatever. I'm not a Disney guy, so forget that trash. But you better sit down and watch what pops up in between. And you might want to watch some of these cartoons and what's actually being talked about and said, and what these characters are implying. Because I bet you're not going to like that message either. Boy, I really do miss Warner Brothers' original cartoons with Bugs Bunny and Yosemite Sam and the Roadrunner. I miss the Rugrats. You got Stanley from the old Disney Channel. Back when it was just good, fun cartoons. That's all. But now we've got politics pouring into your four and five-year-olds' heads because they want everybody to see color. So when they come out on you're black, you're yellow, you're brown, instead of, will you come play with me out here? Because you're really nice and they go play. Can't have it. Martin Luther King was right. Communism and socialism is wrong. Peace. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Be the peace. Don't let emotion get the best of you. Remember, you are the resistance. God bless you, your family, and America.